Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment. Yes, another Black History Moment with Bo. And I'm here to tell you that today is going to be a great day for you because by now you've come to the realization that happiness and good times come and go, but truth is here for all time. You can't get around it, and it will come out no matter what the circumstances is. But best of all, best of all, truth will set you free. So it's time that we slip into darkness and find some real truth. As racism impacted both sides of the Atlantic, brown babies, the children born to black GIs and white European women, faced an uncertain future. After Allied forces defeated Germany in World War II, the United States began its occupation of West Germany from 1945 to 1955. Although American soldiers were tasked with promoting democracy to a country ravaged by fascism, Jim Crow prevailed in the U.S. military and black GIs were subjected to discrimination by white American soldiers. But nothing escalated racial tensions more than relationships between African American soldiers and white German women. These interracial unions led to the birth of approximately 5,000 mixed-race children who became outcasts because of the color of their skin. There were 1.6 million American troops in Germany at the end of the war, but when threats of Nazi rebellions dissipated, that number quickly dropped to 100,000 including 10,000 black GIs in segregated units. By 1951, amid a bulging Cold War, the number of American troops in Germany increased to 250,000, with black GIs capped at 10%. And although some Germans had lingering Nazi beliefs of white supremacy, African-American soldiers were largely welcomed at recreational facilities and local bars, enjoying freedoms they didn't have in America, while drawing the hatred of white GIs and the military police who responded with brutality. If they would see a black soldier with a white German woman, they would sometimes assault them and try to separate them forcefully because they knew that this could not have happened if the soldier returned to Alabama or Mississippi or anywhere in the U.S. German women who were seen with African-American soldiers were threatened, slurred, ostracized, and sometimes denied ration cards. But despite the risks, romantic relationships still happened, and mixed-race children were conceived. But unlike the babies fathered by white occupation soldiers, with estimates ranging from at least 67,000 to upwards of 100,000, 
mixed race babies couldn't blend in and were called Michelin Kinder, a derogatory term for biracial children. At a time when having children out of wedlock was a social taboo, it was nearly impossible for black GIs and German women to marry. A soldier had to get permission from his commanding officer, and if the request came from a black soldier to marry his pregnant German girlfriend, the answer was no, followed by a transfer. So basically what they did was remove the soldier from his baby's life. Commanders and sergeant in charge could stop those relationships overnight just by shipping the soldiers out or sending them to a different command. Daniel Cardwell, who was born in Marburg, Germany, says his biological parents suffered a similar fate after they tried to get married. My father was being transferred from place to place, says Cardwell, who is also the author of A Question of Color, a brown baby's search for identity in a black and white world. Unbeknownst to Caldwell's mother, his father had been shipped to Korea, where he died when Cardwell was four months old. But he was adopted at age three in 1953 by an African-American couple in Washington, D.C. Through the Brown Baby Plan, a private adoption agency founded by Mabel Grammer, a black journalist with the African-American newspaper. Grammer, who's married to a warrant officer stationed in Germany, learned of the orphanages filled with mixed-race children and took action. She published photos of the kids in the Afro-American, asking established black couples to adopt the children referred to as the brown babies. With international adoption laws ever evolving, Grammar pushed through the bureaucracy and arranged adoptions by proxy for African-American couples who couldn't travel to Germany. To the relief of German officials who felt mixed-race children couldn't integrate successfully and would become a social problem, the adoptions were permitted, and the Scandinavian airlines agreed to fly the children to the United States. During her husband's postings in Germany, from 1950 to 1954, and again from 1959 to 1965, Grammer arranged the adoption of at least 500 mixed-race children and adopted 12 of her own. Now, I've got to stop and say this woman, Mabel Grammer, was an angel sent to save our children. Bless you, my sister, for what you have accomplished in this world. Now, Desperate German mothers also approached black army couples stationed in Germany. Shirley Gendler Price, founder of the Black German Cultural Society, was adopted at age two in 1955 in Arnsburg, Germany, 
where her biological mother met with her adoptive parents. There are quite a few of us that are not grammar babies, but I think grammar created that environment where a number of us were adopted, states Price. Finding homes for brown babies wasn't just a German issue. Black soldiers stationed in England faced challenges with interracial relationships. Certain villages and towns would have dances for black GIs one day and whites the next. Although there weren't segregation laws in England, it was suggested by the Americans because it would lessen the hostility between blacks and whites around women. There were a reported 2,000 brown babies in Britain, with more than half raised by their mothers, while others were placed in children's homes, with a small percentage that were adopted or fostered, as mixed-race children were hard to place. If black GIs and British women wanted to marry, they couldn't. The commanding officers just refused point blank. Truman's Executive Order 9981 that desegregated the armed forces in 1948 didn't improve the standing of black soldiers because it took years to implement and bans on interracial marriage remained until the U.S. Supreme Court ruled them unconstitutional in 1967. Grammar's adoption program was praised but also criticized for what German social service officials felt was a lack of vetting and oversight. Most brown babies in Germany were raised by their mothers or grandparents, while others remained in orphanages or adopted by Danish parents. So there you have it, my friends, the brown babies of Germany. And I gotta tell you, having lived in Germany myself, in 1965 and 1966, I met and I saw a lot of these people because they were my age and there were a lot of them. And I give thanks to them because they are helping to brown up this world. And it's not their fault that they weren't allowed to be with their fathers. And it's not the father's fault that they were not allowed to be with their children. Put the blame on where it lies. And remember, problems are not stop signs. They're guidelines. Until next time, my friends, it's been my honor. <laughs>